Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's talk me out of it. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Listeners reach out to us when they consider doing something kind of crazy. And sometimes those are the best ideas, but sometimes they're terrible. So we, along with you, See if we got to talk him out of it. Uh, this is Anonymous in the Voice Disguiser. Hello, Anonymous. Hey. So what is this idea that you have? So I've been uninvited from my future stepson's birthday party, but I really want to go anyway. <laughs> why were you... What happened? Why were you uninvited? So my boyfriend was married, and they just finalized the divorce. And the two of them are throwing this birthday party for their son, who's turning 11 this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, assumed I would go because I've been with my boyfriend for eight months. And his ex-wife really hates me. Um, Wait, why, why does she hate you? For, honestly, to me, it feels like no reason. I mean, we met when he was still married, but, like, their marriage was basically over anyway. Like, it was, you know, they were one foot out the door. Was there um, was there some, just for transparency here, was there some overlapping with your relationship? I mean, we were, we became friends when they were still together. But other than that, I mean, like I said, their marriage was essentially over anyway. Okay. But, and. Okay. And I think that's the only reason. And I just feel like it's silly to, like, be creating this drama for no reason. You know, we're all adults. I really want to be at this party. So you're, what, you said you're uninvited. Why would you, were you at one point invited and then got uninvited? Well, I guess just assumed I would be there. And then I brought it up to him and he was like, well, no, I I don't think it's a good idea for you to be there. Because both of them are going to be present, the ex-wife and your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They're they're planning it together. Okay, so oh, this is okay. like a family thing. It's a family thing, yeah. And both, you know, both of their families are going to be there, and so it's a big deal. So why wait, why do, why do you think you should be there? You know, if I'm going to be this kid's stepmom, like I feel like it's important for me to be integrated into their lives, and and like for us to just you know move forward and and out of this like dramatic period. But his mom, who's throwing the birthday party, specifically said that you are not allowed to come? She did. Okay. And you want to go anyways? Well, yeah, but only because I, you know, I want to make things better. I want to smooth things out between us. And I feel like his son's honestly going to be really disappointed if I'm not there. Okay. I I mainly just want to prove that, like, it's not going to be weird. You know, I'm here to stay. And we can move forward. Okay. Uh, 410-583-1065. Anonymous says, I feel entitled to go to my boyfriend's son's birthday party, even though he thinks it's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Anonymous claims that it's really more to show, like, hey, I know everybody's worried that this might be weird, but, like, if I show up, maybe it'll prove it won't be weird, and that'll kind of get us over a hump. Do I have this correct, Anonymous? That's correct. Okay. So do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? 410-583-1065. I mean, I can see the objective. Or I think where you're coming from, like you're, the intention of, you know, where your heart's at is you just want to show that, like, you care and you want to be involved. However, I want to talk you out of it. <laughs> because? Because? 
even though you said that you don't want there to be drama, you stepping foot near that birthday party, it'll immediately be a drama. I think for this one, it'd be good to hear from some people that are in co-parent situations. Like, how would co-parents, how you would feel about that, you know? And I will speak from a child's perspective of when my parents were divorced and having to do that for the very first time. I remember very vividly the first time that both sides of the family were together after their divorce was finalized. And that within itself is so, so tense and uncomfortable that I feel like you need to give them their space just to get through the day. 410-583-1065. Do we tell Anonymous to go to this birthday party or do we talk her out of it? Hello, Isabel. Yeah. Do we do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Absolutely talk her out of it. If she really is thinking about the child and not herself, she wants to keep peace, harmony, let the child have his birthday with his parents. She's not their parent. She's, if she is going to be the stepmom, love the child. If you want to create peace, go have lunch with the mom, just you and her, not a screaming match. Be respectful and honor the child and the family. You have to be the, if you keep saying bigger adults, do the right thing. So in, in this situation, you know, I think just I'm going to I'm going to articulate her point, which is she says maybe if I show up and it's not, you know, I can prove she wants to show his mom that she wants to be there for her. Right. Son. So can you see that? Would, and, and are you I'm sorry, are you are, are you in some type of co-parenting situation? Yeah. OK. So like imagine this is you and like this woman showed up and was basically like, listen, I'm here. I'm showing up and like was completely respectful. Would there not be any part of that to you that was like a redeeming quality? No, no, because if I've made it clear, I don't want you there. The first thing you're doing is going against my wishes. OK. Do you find that more disrespectful okay. than her trying to help out? Correct. Thank you. We appreciate you calling. Thank today. you so much. Sure. 410-583-1065. Hey, Natalie from Harford County, good morning. Hi, good morning. So do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? That last caller honestly made me nauseous. Single parents, you have to get your act together. I, I can't with this. I was dating this guy. He had a kid, and I begged him to go to the kids' birthday parties and, you know, pick them up from school, and he just kept saying, no, no, no. And honestly, it ruined our relationship. I just feel like these single parents have to pick. We're here to help. Like, I don't know what they want. Wait. And I think it'll just, you know. You, wait, you think you think if she doesn't go, it's like doing her relationship a disservice? Yes. I know he might be saying no, but honestly, from experience, it ruined our relationship. And I, I regret not just, like, going with my gut and going... To you know, my unfortunately now ex boyfriend's child birthday party. You kind of wish mean, you would have like interjected more. What do you say that single parents have to pick? Like, wh- what do you mean by that? I mean, single parents—they're making their kids the priority, obviously. So let let their significant other come in and help. Like, don't bring your BS into into this, and like, ask me for help. I'm here. Like, you know, we're all supposed to be a team, and you know, let's make your kid the priority let's do it together as a team don't shut me out mm. i mean it's, it's kind of valid i, I mean i get I, it. I see yeah. where you're like, i do see where you're okay coming from. i get it so you think she should absolutely go this weekend absolutely i mean this kid is obviously the priority yeah and, okay you know for shutting his significant other out that's going to be really detrimental to the relationship okay thank you for calling us thank you so much hey jacob from hanover good morning 
Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? I think we should tell her to go for it because it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance that the kid is going to have at the birthday party, and the BS isn't going to be there like she thinks it is. I think it's going to go really well. And I think that she should be there to support the kid no matter what. Despite the fact that his mom specifically said that she does not want her there? Yeah, because I think that, you know, the kid matters more. And it's a once-in-a-lifetime event. I come from a divorced family as well. And the thing I always hated as a kid is my parents never being there together because no matter who they were with, they would always argue. So I think that they should... I think they should go for it. So you're saying, like, let's let's like bring everybody together. Let's get this this nonsense over with. And I will say, like, uh, our last caller was talking about how you know if if the kid is the priority, okay, if the kid is the priority, which hopefully it, it is, if if the child would want her at his birthday party, then shouldn't he be at her birthday party? And we should just put you know put everything aside if the child wants yeah her there and like, i don't shouldn't know that if, be... he, if 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 that was how the child if that was how his son felt then okay but we also don't know that yeah and so i, right. I, I yeah, feel like don't. that matters but if he did let's say he was like i really want her there. anonymous to be at the birthday party shouldn't yeah. the parents put it aside and say okay well that's really what he wants on his birthday then we can put bs aside for a minute and make it happen if that was the case then yeah yeah okay yeah all right i think so 100 percent. thank you jacob thank you you're welcome. 410-583-1065. Hey, Kayla. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Talk her out of it. And why? Because um, she sounds like a homewrecker. And... Jess, did you, did you get, and just between the three of us, like, did you get homewrecker vibes? Um, I, I do think that there was some overlapping there. It seemed a little hurt. Which she is dodged why, the question pretty quick. Well, yeah, which yeah. is why I can see why the mom isn't, where, where her child's birthday party isn't the first time she needs to see her ex-husband and his girlfriend together. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's kind of selfish to, like, say, well, because it sounds like she wants to crash the party. Right. And it's kind of selfish to do that when it was said, no, she's not thinking of the kids. She's thinking of herself. Well, I want to be there. I don't care what anyone else says. Right, right. It's right. not a great mindset to have. Sure. Okay, so, Kayla, yeah. thank you for calling us. Thank you. I hope you guys have a great day. Anonymous. Yeah. How do you, so how do you feel after hearing all, all these calls? Uh, you know, I, I appreciate everyone calling in and and i i do hear you like i really do but i just i can't get over this this fact that i feel like i need to like prove my spot in this family and just like show her my boyfriend's ex-wife like how good i am with her son you know like that's really important to me and that's because we have such a good relationship and do you see like the drama it can cause though like do you see like or that that I, might get overlooked i get that like your heart's in the right place but like you won't even get a chance to showcase that because people are going to be so upset that you're there i do see that but i just i feel like that they'll get over that immediately when they see like how good i am with with everybody mm. okay you're, you're gonna do what you're gonna do, and that's. I mean, we're not here to like actually physically tell you what. Like, you're an adult; you can make your own decision. We're just here to kind of give some guidance. Well, we, we are like nosy though in these situations. So, with a segment, we typically say, you know, we want to know what you ended up doing. Um, mm-hmm. Do would you be available to talk to us on Monday? Um, yeah. We, we um, I don't know. Have you have you heard the segment before? We we just have people call back in. I have, okay, yeah. so you just yeah. call back in. You tell us what happened, and we just we, kinda... we just want to know if you're going to go to the party if you end up going and what okay. happens. So can yeah. we get can we get the update on Monday at about eight twenty? Absolutely, 
and I'll let you know what I end up doing. Now, Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 1065. Hello. It's Thursday. Yeah. Hey, man, it's Thursday, just like that. <laughs> you made it. You're almost there. You ready? You yes. want to do it? Three, yes. two, one. One, one more, more sleep. sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. I know. It feels like one of those weeks where I'm like, let's just get this over with. <laughs> Six o'clock club. What's up? How we feeling? Um, this is part of the show where it's a very exclusive club. We can relate to one another because it's dark outside and we're like awake and nobody else in Maryland is. So it's weird. So we just huddle together first thing in the morning and ask for you to text us just to say good morning. 410-583-1065. Also on Thursday, I've kind of just made this new tradition, Jess. It's New Friend Thursday. Okay. So, like, if you also never text, maybe you listen to Six O'Clock Club all the time, you've never texted before. If you're a new friend, maybe take the opportunity to introduce yourself today. 410-583-1065. Just text us. Veronica, good morning. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. Hope Dope is here. Cowboy, Kay Calloway, our Uber driver. Good morning. John the Wheelman is with us. Grace and Dundalk. John the Annapolis locator. Kenny and PA. Stephanie Lynn, good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Stephanie in Nottingham. Terrence, Cheryl, Lisa, Mr. W from Reisterstown, good morning. Uh, the Bayside Market crew in Rock Hall, good morning. Carol, the shuttle driver. Lou and Glenn Bernie. Baby Emma and Jess, the bus driver. Good morning, Christine. Hannah, the OT, who just got back from her honeymoon. Yo. Glad to have you back. Yeah. Kathy in Parkville. Beautiful Beverly. And we'll get to more shout-outs in just a few minutes. Jess wants to argue... That this one particular food can be used at any time, at any time of the day, any time of the day. I would just we just literally talked in. Well, I guess somebody brought a donut in for you. Is that what happened? No. So small wins in life. I've been added to Ed's food list from next door. The fan. Nice. Yeah. He's like, anytime I got food, I got you. And I was like, cool. But you know, that's not something I can count on. All right. And I didn't have time to make a protein shake, so I had to, you know, opt for something else. And Ed had brought in um, a chicken sandwich, a chicken slider, a chicken slider from Rofo. Nice. Thank you very much. Looks very fantastic. Generous, yeah. But I'm a little full because I already had, you know, some breakfast this morning. And what did you have for breakfast? A piece of salmon. <laughs> Just a little filet. Yeah. Why? Because it's good. And I don't understand why why salmon is weird and like sausage or turkey sausage or any other it's like protein is protein fish yeah first thing in the morning mm-hmm. that doesn't take like okay so i don't i don't eat meat so i'm not i'm not the one to really have this argument but i, I did i did for salmon. most of my life yeah bro salmon is not a breakfast food nobody eats salmon for it just like the taste buds need a second to wake up to it no way and salmon is like one of those things it's like so but who said? Who me, made the rules? Everyone else. But I think about society. that all the time. Who made the rules that you could only have sausage or some sort, some sort of like turkey sausage or something from like five a.m. until like eleven, I'll, and then all of a sudden when it's like lunchtime, you're got you guys are cool to have like a lunch for like a brunch hour. I'll, then salmon can be yeah, introduced. That's fine. Brunch is fine. No, brunch there's fine. no After rules. 10 it's there's fine. no law against what I did this morning, and I, I stand by it. And I, this is all. I just, I just had a little fillet of salmon. I couldn't make a protein shake and I'm like salmon is protein let me just let me just do this I'll bet you $50,000 right now there's nobody listening in the state of Maryland that has woken up and, and you're like third shifter doesn't count you can't be like oh I had it for you know 4 a.m. for dinner no you have not woken up and had salmon or any kind of fish I'm very satisfied right now no one does that but we can try it see if we can get a call on this 410-583-1065 if you've ever had get fish this morning <laughs> 
Call us. Hey, Rebecca from Reisterstown. Hey, Kramer. What's up, man? You have not had fish this morning. I most certainly did. It was leftovers from last night, and it was daggone good. See, that's, that's exactly what I did this morning, <laughs> yep. Rebecca. Yeah, but it was salmon. You, okay, hang yes, on. Yes, yes, girl. Hang on. You. What time did you if wake you up? you cook your salmon and sesame oil. <laughs> you woke up at 4 a.m. Same. Yes, sir. And, like, was that like a, okay, the plan is I'm going to eat salmon when I wake up, or was it like a, you just kind of ha- happened into it like Jess? Well, I was kind of in a hurry this morning, so, you know, I just grabbed it okay. and said, that's it. Hey, what can I say? And there's nothing wrong with it. There, there, there's no rule that says you are not Absolutely allowed to not. have salmon before okay. 11 a.m. Absolutely I'm, not. I'm feeling sick to my stomach, but I cannot argue the facts this morning. <laughs> Thank but you, you Rebecca. Exactly, exactly. He's not argue. even in the combo. Uh, thank you for calling us, Rebecca. Have a great day. You too. Dan, you brought up a really good point I didn't even think about. I did not even put these two together. You, you've had fish this morning, but not in the way that I, I would even think of it for some reason. Uh, yeah, I had uh, bagel, cream cheese, and lox. Lox. See? Yeah, see exactly. Salmon, it would be, yeah. That's, that, and lox is salmon, correct? Lox is salmon. Lox is salmon. Yep. Uh, you know what? I will, I will stand corrected. Jess, I'm going to uh, wire you $50,000. Thank you. I will expect that by the end of the day. Now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. All right, Jessica. Number three. Happy Fall Equinox. It's the first day of fall, but it doesn't technically start until tonight at 9.03 p.m. And the autumn equinox almost always happens on the 22nd or the 23rd. Sometimes it's the 21st or the 24th, but that's because of leap years, which don't happen very often. The last time that occurred was in 1931, and it will not happen again until 2092. And the word fall comes from an old saying, the fall of leaves. It was a poet in England that started using the saying in the 1600s, and eventually Americans just shortened the saying to just fall. Happy fall, y'all. Number two. A six-hour flight that turned into a ukulele lesson is getting mixed reviews online, with some people saying it was a horrible idea. So Southwest Airlines and Guitar Center partnered to give all 175 passengers on the flight from California to Hawaii free ukuleles and also lessons for their flight. By the way, this was not announced ahead of time. It was supposed to be a surprise for the passengers. Uh. And now people online are saying, are just roasting Southwest, saying how uh, terrible it was. And even the official Amtrak account got in on it, saying, quote, by the way, we have a quiet car. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. I can't think of anything worse. Like, if you've ever sat next to a crying baby, to me, that's like the equivalent of sitting next to, like, a hundred crying babies, you know? Like, don't. We're not here At for it. At least ask ahead of time or give a warning. I mean, it, it's, I think it's a very cute idea, but it's a cute idea if you want to sign up for it. If there's someone there that's actually skilled in the ukulele and they play theirs like five minutes before landing to get you pumped, okay. Yeah. I'm here for it. But when you've got every... You're like tuning. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Number one. Brad Pitt is launching a new genderless skincare line called Le Domain, and his inspiration was actually his ex-girlfriend, Gwyneth Paltrow. He said that she was the first one to even to get him to wash his face and now seeing her build her own business he is launching his own skincare line take a listen i got a morning wash i do my serum i do my day cream and i'm done i'm out the door and then at night i do my little wash i am committed to the wash i do my serum and i do the night cream done his done. 
his products contain antioxidants made with the grapes from his winery, by the way. And these products range from $80 all the way to $385. I mean, you can't argue, though. It looks like Brad Pitt. I mean, look at his face. He's uh, What is it about his man. voice that's so addicting? When I mean, he's like, I got one in the morning, I'll I got one at night, and I was like, I need it. I need it. I'll, I need I'll it. take six. Yeah. $300 <laughs> a piece, I need it. This is Justin. That was your top three. <laughs> okay, we got to shift things around a little bit today for scheduling reasons, uh, but since it is Thursday, we'll take a look at our Throwback Thursday. In case you've never been here for this before, this is where we look back at the number one songs in Maryland from previous years on this first day of fall, uh, and we could then take you back to a moment in pop culture history. The number one song in Maryland today, the 22nd of September, uh, here in Maryland would have been Taylor Swift and Look What You Made Me Do. Oh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. What you just mean? Kind of forget about the Taylor song. Like, this, like, this was a moment because when she was trying to like get back at yeah. Kim Kardashian, yeah. you know, so this was a big moment for her. I like it though. I just for, kind of forget about it. All right. Today in 2010, the number one song in Maryland is one of Jess and I's favorite songs ever in the history of time Katy Perry and Teenage Dream. Never. The day I die. Never. We love it. 2010. Now, the number one song in Maryland you would have been listening to on Mix 106.5, Unpretty by TLC. Jessica, 1999. 1999. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Forgive me. That makes more sense. There we me. go. My notes are a little incorrect today, but yeah. Damn, I'm pretty. That's a banger. We should play that more often. Yeah. Okay. Today, 31 years ago, actually this week, 31 years ago, the hit show Home Improvement came on the air. Mm. Remember Home Improvement? Yeah. Tim Allen. I love the show, man. Got Wilson for some reason and just looked over the fence. You only saw his head yeah. at the top of his head. Not creepy at all. Not weird. Not weird at all. But ABC wasn't quite sure if Home Improvement was going to be a hit. It had like a tried and true formula behind it, which is take a successful comedian, mm-hmm. build a show around him. Usually it works, right? Yeah. But actually, until I actually did my research on this, I didn't know all of Tim Allen's history. Do you know about his early years? No, I only know Tim Allen as Santa Santa Claus. So, Tim Allen, (laughs) back when he was 25, 1987, he was busted for cocaine trafficking. He was a drug dealer. Uh. And, like, was supposed to go to prison for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. They knocked it down to three to seven years. And they said, (laughs) if it wasn't for this pivotal moment in his life, we may not have had home improvement. Because Um, what happened? Isn't that right? From all from his from to life to three to seven years. Crazy, right? Did he do time? He did. He didn't. What he did uh, ended up doing. How long? Uh, I don't know how. I don't know how long actually ended up serving. But he did time. He did time. Yes, he did. Oh, so he served two years and four months in prison. Okay. So Tim Allen, the drug dealer, right? So he still had this like kind of reputation. So ABC is like, we're not sure if this is going to work. But here's a really cool moment. This story actually makes me feel good. So when Tim Allen is in front of the judge for this cocaine trafficking sentence. The judge was like, man, I think you got caught up in a really bad situation. I hope that like you won't let this stop you. I hope because Tim had explained how he wanted to be a stand-up comedian. He's like, listen, if you get out of here, I hope you'll really focus on your career, get your life put back together, and I see potential in you. Mm-hmm. He gets out three years later, Tim Allen, 10, 10 years 
and three months later had his very own sitcom. He got out, he got out of prison. He started this whole stand-up routine, very clean. Never really mentions his history. Yeah, right? I'm sure. He started this, oh, I'm masculine, oh, tools and cars and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then 10 years later, the dude has his own sitcom that ran for 204 episodes. Interesting. I never knew that about him. So I guess the, the moral, we didn't used, used to have morals and story in Throwback Thursday, but like, don't let your history stop you. It doesn't have to, you know? Went on to be really successful. That's your Throwback Thursday for today. Do you believe that if you complain hard enough, you can always get what you want? No. We're going to find out today with a Kramer Karen update. <laughs> All right, before I get to, into this, do you think they gave me the $600 or no? I do not think you got $600. Okay. I think you got some money, but I don't think you got $600. Let me explain what's happening. Oh, no. I have a dark side to me, and I don't I don't like this side of me, mm-hmm. but Jess has, has deemed a, a third member of our show. Who is, Kramer who? Karen. Kramer, Kramer Karen. Karen. And Kramer Karen is 100% real. These <laughs> stories are 100% real. <laughs> Kramer Karen comes out, I mean, weekly. Who knows? Well, a couple times a month. A couple times a month. A couple times a month. Give myself some credit, you know. You know, that's weekly. Depends. So, yeah, when I feel like I've been disserviced, I have no problem asking for the manager. I don't. When the baby doesn't get his way, Kramer (laughs) Karen comes out to play. I told you two weeks ago, I had a flight delayed on Frontier that was at a BWI. Where was I going? Atlanta. Was it, wasn't this to see your mom? I was going to see my mom for, yeah, for a birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah. So my flight was four hours delayed. Which is terrible, by the way. I land in Atlanta. They send me this automated email when I land. I said, sorry for the inconvenience. Here's $50. <laughs> I, said, I said, oh my God, $50. Now keep in mind, the flight was only $100. But mm-hmm. $50 for my inconvenience? No. So what does a, a true Karen do? They go all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. I sent an email. I told you the story last week. I sent an email to the president and CEO of Frontier Airlines. You can just Google this and get this information for yourself anytime. Saying, I reject your $50, and I, in turn, am requesting a $600 flight co- um Compensation. Okay. Okay. I want refund. Whatever. Just I want six hundred bucks in flight credit. That's what I feel like I'm owed for the inconvenience. Yes, I know my flight was one hundred dollars, and I don't even know where the number six hundred. It just it felt good while I was typing. Yeah. Six hundred dollars. Yesterday, I finally get a response. You got a response. I did get a response. Are you ready? Yeah. Hello, Stephen. Thank you for reaching out to Frontier. I appreciate the opportunity to respond on behalf. Of our executive team. Okay. So, obviously, CEO himself didn't have the time, but I'm fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Somebody's reached out. I'm really sorry to hear about your bad experience with the flight delays and the deepest apology for delays in our own response time. Mm-hmm. At Frontier, we strive for the best experience possible for all passengers, especially passengers that have delays as results of Frontier. As I review your file, I see that we were able to offer a $50 voucher for the experience of the delay which is the maximum authorized under Frontier's flight delay policies. That's it. While Mm -hmm. we cannot issue out the $600 compensation you are asking for, we have been authorized 
to issue you an additional $75 on top. Okay. Of the $50 voucher that you were given. Again, we truly apologize for the experience and we hope to service you again in the future. So you didn't get the 600 but you got 75 I got $125 for yeah. a $100 flight that I paid for it. I feel justified. This Karen feels like, thank God I said something. She wins again. We want you to call us and tell us what song you banned at your wedding. What song did you ban at your wedding reception, I guess is what we should say. There's a song that you're like, I absolutely do not want that song played. Call us, tell us what it was. A list just came out on Reddit asking, like, what are the do not under any circumstances play the song DJ list for weddings, okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, the whole Reddit community, they can get, like, add their list. I thought we'd go through some of these. Did you know, by the way, that I was a wedding DJ? You? Did I ever tell you that? No. From age 16 to 20, which, who the hell was So, how did that work? Did you just, like... Press the button. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't like <laughs> okay. I wasn't. I wasn't that. No, I literally was like like play, stop, play, stop, kind of uh-huh. like you know. Um, I can tell you the mind though. The number one thing that people requested me not to play. Yeah. Was the electric slide. Really? People hate the electric slide. Apparently, there so that, are thirteen hundred responses on this thread uh, on Reddit. By the way, let's go through some of these. Okay, single ladies by Beyonce. Don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> I think this is for the bouquet. I mean, there are other songs we could play. I just think she just dropped a new album. But I'm just saying, like, why not? As a single person, like, you're just kind of over it. Like, we got it. We're single. Put a ring on it. Okay. So we need a different. We need a different single song then. Maybe, or just how about you just don't play a single related song? I think that would be just fine. Okay. How about this one? How do you feel about the cha-cha slide at weddings? (laughs) It's like the remix, though. I could I could do without the cha-cha slide. I want the electric slide, but I'm cool off the cha-cha slide. You like slide. the electric slide. Oh, the electric What's slide the is a staple in my family. Because it's- the electric slide has more swag than the cha-cha slide. Okay. A lot of people on Reddit are saying, do not play I Got a Feeling. This is Jess's wedding playlist, I feel like. Black Eyed Peas gets me pumped up. All right, let's add this list. If you had a song, you were like, listen, wedding DJ, I swear if you play this song, that's it. It'll just be me on it the dance It's done, okay? <laughs> Call us and tell us yours. What's up, Liz? Good morning. That much? What uh, What was your, uh, your song you absolutely do not play at your wedding? My husband and I both. Brick house. Brick house. Wait, yeah. why? Seems like a classic wedding I, it song. Just, I don't know. Maybe, you know, we were married in 2006. It was everywhere. I guess we were just done with it. You're you know, sick our of friends it. friends at every wedding. Yeah. So both and of we you just wrote. didn't want it. Both of you made it a point to write it down. This is a no-go. Oh, we didn't write it. We told him face to face. Okay. <laughs> we threatened him. <laughs> Swear to God, you play that song, it's over. I mean, I can tell you though, because like you know, like I said, I was I DJed weddings, played that song a lot, classic go-to. I mean, I like it. It's it's great for the older generation, great for the younger generation. It works, but not Liz though. Let me give you a couple more. Tell me if, if you're over it or not. What about the YMCA? Like, are we? I probably played that at a ton of weddings too, man. But I feel like it falls in the cha-cha slide. You can only do the YMCA so many times in your lifetime. I feel like you could only do the YMCA when you're drunk at a bar. 
And it makes sense. Do they play the YMCA when like you're at drunk the end, Like at the end of the night. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's, like that's that the time. That's the time. When it's like random, you don't expect it, and then it brings everybody together. I guess that makes sense at a wedding then, because you're typically just drunk at the end of the night. A text from the 443. And like, I understand this, because you got to keep in mind, at your wedding, there's like so many members from your life there, right? From, like, your friends to your family. It's a mix of people. This is a very hard job to do, to make a playlist. But I feel like there's some songs you shouldn't play, like, if your grandma's there. Uh-huh. Texting the 443 this morning. How about this one? Marvin Gaye and Sexual Healing. No. 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 If... <laughs> what? If Granny is there... Yeah? It's the same way I feel about the garter. Like, I... Yeah. I remember the moment when I was married, and we did the whole traditional thing. You did it? And like, yeah, like, it's just what you do. Yeah. Like, to put your hands up your Was this the song that was playing? I think it was. Really? I think that's what it was. To put your hand in front of you. Your grandma's, like, staring at you, okay? (laughs) Like, just to put your hands up a woman's dress. But don't we all love Marvin Gaye? Isn't this a crowd pleaser? Outside of a wedding, I think it's fine. I don't think it should ever be played. We like we got it. We know what's happening after. But yeah. my grandma just doesn't need the visual of what's ha- what's about to go down. Image of what's happening tonight. Now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three, three. with Jess. Number three. The Maryland State Fair set an attendance record this year. This was the first time that it was held over three long weekends. And attendance increased by 16%, bringing in over 588,000 people between Thursday nights and Sundays, including Labor Day. And youth in the 4th through H Future Farmers of America was able to raise $177,000 at the fair. Another record that was set and which will go to 70 young people for a 2023 project or other educational purpose. Man, y'all showed up this year for sure. That's cool. Number two. A company is looking to pay someone $50,000 to move to Iceland. The yogurt company Siggy's will pay one person 50 k to move there, one of the world's happiest countries, and share their experience with its new four-day work week, which was just recently implemented. Your job is to document your own experiences, exploring, immersing yourself in the culture. And the goal of the new job is to bring to the forefront what a simple life in Iceland can look like. And maybe it could be applied here in the U.S. So if you're interested, you can apply online right now. Would y'all be down with a four-day work week? This has been circulating online a lot, too. Yeah. I mean... Would you want it? If you I had to mind. work, And you had to work harder those four days. Let's just say I had two more hours of work every day. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of even things out. Would you do it? Yeah. Because Saturday and Sunday, it's just like not enough. <laughs> because Friday, you're working. And like depending on your week... Friday can sometimes just be tossed. Saturday's fine. And then Sunday, Sunday's scary. So you have anxiety of preparing for the week anyways and doing all your chores. So I feel like we need another day to like fully be okay. Fair enough. Number one. Whitney Houston's movie, The Bodyguard, is heading back to theaters to celebrate its 30th anniversary since its release. On Sunday, November 6th and Wednesday, November 9th, Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner will return to the big screen in the classic romantic film. And the screenings will also include Whitney's music videos from the soundtrack. The 1992 album is the best-selling soundtrack of all time and tied for the 13th biggest-selling CD in U.S. history. And tickets for the movies go on sale next Wednesday, September Number 28. This is one I'm scared to watch. I've never seen The Bodyguard ever. But wait. 
You've never seen the bodyguard. Never seen the bodyguard. I had a, I don't know what happened. My heart. In the 80s and 90s. Like, I literally. I don't think my mom ever just let me know that movies existed. <laughs> There's so many classics I just don't know. Okay. But here's the thing. All right. Jess came on here so passionately, uh, what, six months ago, and was like, oh, my God. I just saw the original Top Gun, greatest movie of all time. And I'm like, you know what? If Jess says it's the greatest movie of all time, I need to go watch it. No, The Bodyguard is actually one of the best movies of all time. What is st- but... You no, let me down I don't. Last time. I don't care. I don't care you what let I me did. Down last I don't time. care. And honestly, I don't even know if I can trust you because you don't like Top Gun, which makes me feel like I can't trust you, and makes me feel like you don't deserve to see Bodyguard. And I don't even want to hear your feedback I'm on it to watch because it. I, I think it would make me angry if you said something disrespectful about Whitney Houston. Do, does it still translate? Listen, this is the best-selling soundtrack of all time. I'm not saying the song's not good. I can't. My hands are sweating. This stuff makes me mad. I'm asking: Is does it still translate? It's, if I didn't see it back, like Top I Gun, if I watched Top Gun back I don't in 1986 I when it came out, I'm sure I'd be like, this is awesome. Didn't like it. Nowadays. I can't. We can't do this. I think this could break our friendship, honestly. <laughs> I don't want to do this with you right now. I don't. Can't be trusted. You can't be you trusted. You can't be trusted. You Our can't be trusted. have been left untrusted now. You just saw Back to the Future yesterday. Loved it. Okay. Okay. Y'all haven't seen Back to the Future. It's really good. All right. Let's move on. Okay. You done? Are you done? Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.